So Chapin, um, we were hoping to get to this last week um, after discussing Jaws, um, but you weren't able to get to the theater to see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, but you have since gotten there, and we've both seen it. Jeremy, you were fortunate enough to miss this one. I missed it, yep. Um, so we weren't particularly fond of Sicario Day of the Soldado. Um, Chapin, I think that <laughs> you and I could spend a good amount of time absolutely destroying Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so this this movie was sort of a, um extended version of the Lost World, uh, the end of the Lost World. Um, basically, um, the some some rich fellas want to bring all the dinosaurs back from Isla Sorna to sell them to uh, you know billionaires that can weaponize the dinosaurs. You know, I've never um, understood in all these plots. Sorry to interrupt you about weaponizing animals. They talk about it in the alien movies too. Like, what? How are you supposed to wet? Like, is the idea that you just like unleash a raptor onto a battlefield? Like, what is the idea here? <laughs> Look. Let's. I, I think if we start getting into that, Chapin, we're gonna. This is gonna be a long podcast. We're gonna. If we start digging that deep, um, granted, you have Chris Pratt's pathetic character in this movie. That in the original Jurassic World, we learn that he uh, is able to train these raptors, which I think is sort of the impetus for weaponizing these animals. They have the same sort of idea uh, in the original Jurassic World. Um, with I forget who's the character that. Uh, Want, oh, um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio wants to basically use him in the military. So you kind of have an extension of that here. Um, but if I if I had to ask you a question, Chapin, about this, you know, if I'm curious if you have kind of the same reasonings for me. Like, why did you go see this? Like, we love Jurassic Park. We we you know we talked a lot about that on the previous podcast. Um, but we were both sort of excited to see this movie, but we knew what we were going to getting into. So why? Well, uh, a bunch of people from work were going, first of all. <laughs> um, and it's kind of a little movie club, and so I decided to join them. Um, but also, yeah, like, I I have, a, I have this, like, feeling... I, you know, I get that nostalgic feeling from Jurassic Park, and I'm sort of chasing that, and I... I, you know, I, I still have that same fascination that drew me to that movie when I was a kid. And, and I, I feel like I, you know, just, just, just a glint, just a little bit of it. Just, just seeing, just seeing some dinosaurs really is what I was after. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's like sort of the exact same reason for me in that I, for some reason with Jurassic Park in the Jurassic World movies, Something comes over me that doesn't happen with any other movies in that I want to see the spectacle. Yeah. And I want to see dinosaurs. And this movie failed with that. Like, it couldn't even do that well. They created a new dinosaur. That, the Wait, Indo, there's no dinosaurs? The well, Indoraptor. There, there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs. There's, they created a new one called the Indoraptor that they kind of keep you in the dark on for a little while. on, And you see this, this one little glimpse of it where this claw the size of like a football field comes out of the cage and like is about to grab somebody but then goes back into the cage and then when you finally see the dinosaur it's like it's it's not necessarily like the um what's the dinosaur in the original jurassic world the uh andronicus rex or something <laughs> yeah it's who, not, gives it, who gives a it's, shit it's not a big huge dinosaur like that it's that's you know a t-rex mixed with a 
with a raptor. I think it's more of like a raptor mixed with like a Dilophosaurus or something. Like it's this tiny little thing that is supposed to just be real intelligent. And they have this one scene where it doesn't really come across as particularly intelligent. No. Um, But it was so underwhelming. I'm like, you know, this is the only reason that I come to see these movies is I want to see the dinosaurs because I know they're not going to be good. And they can't even deliver on that. Yeah, uh, I, I I was I got as I do often with these movies. I go see them during the week, and then I walk home, um, and I've got about an hour walk. And as I was walking home, it was like this movie was being erased in um, uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like I was trying to remember <laughs> it as I as I was walking, and I like I like literally it was Were you just being, grasping for your memory. Yeah, it was just literally being erased from my head. Like it was so this nothing mattered in this movie. It was so silly. And like they they so Jeremy, like the second half of this movie, I'm not even joking you, takes place yeah. in like the basement of a mansion <laughs> in Northern yeah. California, where there are, no joke, more dinosaurs concentrated in one area than there have ever been in these movies. In some rich guy's basement. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 in uh John Hammond's partner's basement who's like dying in his bed and has no idea that any of this is going on. It's like nephew or some kid that works for him, like orchestrated the whole thing. Do you um, think they just working, need to save some with money B- on locations? Working with BD Wong, who becomes a villain in these movies. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you, <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. And I, I mentioned this to you guys before you had seen it, Chapin, but like if, if, if they could do anything in these movies, to like elevate them at all it would be to have some good lead characters and you've got a big star with chris pratt and and bryce dallas howard is also in this um but like they are just they they make they make no sense like they don't really have any chemistry to begin with um and like it makes no sense why bryce dallas howard who uh was who ran the you know original jurassic world park um and you know tr- profited on that becomes this like animal rights activist in this movie and has to save all the dinosaurs um and and then you know you have these so you have these terrible characters uh an underwhelming dinosaur that they created and then stupid plot twist after stupid plot twist after stupid plot twist yeah no i i um i totally agree it was it was the the, the her character i i has she ever been good she was good in the village she's terrible in this she's terrible in the other movie her she was char- good in that Black Mirror episode. She was good in that. She's terrible in these movies. I, I they tried to give her character some, you know, feminine strength in this movie because she they were so criticized last time for how you know weepy and she's in heels the whole movie and um, it didn't work. She's the, she's worse in this movie in my opinion. I think it's offensive to women. The, these characters all all the women do stupid things. She lets all the dinosaurs out of like the cages initially. And then the little clone girl, spoiler alert, lets them out into the world, whereas they could have all been killed, and now we really have Jurassic World because they're all roaming the Earth. Yeah, and setting up the sequel, which I have to say, you know, I'm really You're excited gonna go about. You're going to go see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that leads perfectly into my, the question I have for, I hope both of you, because maybe Jeremy, you can participate in this, but like, Jurassic World did not get good reviews. This is not getting good reviews. They're not very good movies. I mean, just like across the board, right? 
Um, I think other series, for example, Transformers, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, when those movies get really bad reviews, they don't do well. Like they, I mean, they, they make money, but they don't make as much money as their predecessors. But these movies seem to be immune from reviews. Like what can any explanation as to why that is? Uh, uh yeah, dinosaurs. not really. Yeah, there you go. It's Chapin. You went to see it. Like we're, you know, <laughs> we talked I, a couple I guess weeks ago so. that we I sort guess. of we talked a couple weeks ago about how when we were talking about like the critical Nostalgia band of brothers too. on how we have kind of the the luxury of seeing the reviews of a movie and deciding like yeah let's go see it or, right. or let's not go see it and we saw the reviews of this movie. Yeah, we saw uh, it anyway, we and we went to see it anyway, and like you know, uh, so. That's you know you take the 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 general mass audience um, of your summer blockbusters and you know that you know has a has a uh, a, a big um, dollar attached to it and then you throw us in there and then you got a billion dollar movie worldwide and you know it's it's PG thirteen movie in the summertime like this you know I think well they've already announced the sequel and Colin Trevorrow is back to direct it because he got fired from the Star Wars movie. <laughs> um I mean uh, why yeah, Chris Pratt, why is he in this movie? He's terrible. He they got they gotta give him something else to do. I'm wondering if he's any good at all. I like him in part. I think Rack, he became but... too big of a star too quickly, yeah. If I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Um yeah, because he is likable in Parks and Rec, and then I think he did a really good job in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I've never seen that. those movies. I hear they're good though. Yeah. He fit that role really well, but then I just feel like he he became this giant movie star after that overnight, and I don't think he which is weird knows because look how at to his, do that. Look at his credits. There's not a lot. Like, no. there's Jurassic World, then there's Lego Jurassic World, Lego Dimensions, a couple other Lego things, uh, The Magnificent Seven, uh, that shitty Passengers movie uh, was Jennifer Lawrence in that, I think. Um, yeah, and, and then yeah, then the the Marvel stuff. Like it's you know, it's essentially two franchises that, that he's doing, and that's about it. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's so it's it it's another it it's oddly frustrating for like a totally different reason than Sicario, because like you know, I think like I was we were saying with that where we're frustrated because um you know, we've seen the story done well. Granted, we've seen, obviously, Jurassic World done well with Jurassic Park, but I don't think we're ever expecting anything like that. But, like, they don't even... It didn't even seem like they tried in this movie. Yeah, and you know what? That irritates me. Like, Spielberg is a... I think he's an executive producer of these movies. Um, but he was really involved in the marketing. Like, he, I saw him interviewed a bunch, and they were, like, talking about how much they liked the director. And I, I, I feel like that's like almost a betrayal, right? Like, I mean, he, how can Spielberg look at this movie? And I understand he's, he's got a, an investment in the movie, but he's got enough money. He, he, he should, he, like, I was thinking about this for, for Soldado. Like if, if Denny Villeneuve had directed Soldado, that would, he, like the direct, like the good directors directing a movie, it's almost like they are endorsing the idea of making it right. They're endorsing that this is going to be a good movie. And, they tried a little bit. I think I, I saw some like obviously pre-prepared statement that Danny Villeneuve liked Soldado, and but like Spielberg's attachment to these series is done for the same reason, like to add some weight behind these movies. But they they aren't good, and he's someone who's powerful enough and who's got enough 
money and 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 pull in the industry that he he could really like you know make these movies good or or you know push them you know actually as you say Lee try but it doesn't seem like he they he does he doesn't seem to care nobody seems I feel, to care I feel like I feel like he wants him to be good but I feel like it takes a lot of effort to to like like be that involved in a movie to um to make it good and i feel like he just doesn't i I just doesn't have the energy to put in that kind of effort for a movie he's not going to direct yeah i mean so he uh let's see one two three four he's he's ep'd four movies that are slated for 2018 um including Ready Player One, which he's obviously he directed. I don't know if he's directing any of these other ones. I'm not going to skip through each one. But, like, he has on his EP um, list on IMDb, from now until, like, dates that aren't even in yet, he's got, like, 25 movies on here. You know, he's, I, get, I don't know, like, is he really doing anything other than, you know, signing a check? Like, maybe. I wonder if he cares at all if these movies are good. Like, look at all the money that... that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the next Jurassic World, Untitled Men in Black spinoff, West Side Story, Untitled Third Tintin Film, up, un, Untitled Indiana Jones Project, another Tintin, uh, Robopocalypse, that's going to be a good one, um, Real Steel 2, like these are just like kind of picking out some names that will War sound Horse familiar. Like, um, oh, yeah, like how much, like that? that's like, a billion dollars that are gonna that's gonna go into his pocket. Yeah. For, <laughs> so you know, what does he care if it's good? He's you know, I think he would care if he was directing it. But all right, let's move on. Fuck him. All right, top five. 